Merry Christmas. We're glad that you are here tonight to worship with us. And for those who are joining us by Zoom, we're welcome as well. There are a couple of announcements. Uh, First of all, um, any of the offering tonight that's not designated uh, to um, offering is going to go to the pastor's um, discretionary fund. So I just wanted to let you know that. Um, Also, Sunday, we have worship at 1015, but no Sunday school. And then this next week, uh, we're just doing a week off. But if you need me, I will be in town. Uh, If you need to take me out for lunch, I can give you my cell phone. You want to take me out to dinner, you'll have to take Kathy along. So do I have any takers? Okay, I've got one taker. Okay, we'll stay here until I get the week filled. No, I'm kidding. Uh, At this time, Bob Klazak. Merry Christmas. It's my privilege to present your gift to Pastor Charles and Kathy. We value and appreciate their shared ministry with us at First Church, and we wish them both and their family a very happy Christmas season and a very healthy and safe New Year. Yeah, give that to, yeah. Thank you. By the way, Kathy, uh, Merry Christmas. That was your present, and so. She, what a joy she has being married to me. Amen? Well, no one has to, anyway. I will behave now. So tonight, as we celebrate Christmas Eve, let me read this from Isaiah A child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests on his shoulders, and his name will be Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. This is why we light the Christ candle tonight. Let us pray. Gracious God, we seek you everywhere with expectant eyes that invite us to see all the people that you are calling us to love Today, we praise you, O God, for the King of Kings. Amen. If everybody could stand, we're going to sing some. I think most of you should know this one by now. baby boy who's come to earth to bring his joy and I just want to sing this song to you it goes like this the fourth the fifth the minor fall and the major lift with every breath I'm singing hallelujah hallelujah 
couple came to Bethlehem expecting child they searched the inn to find a place for you were coming soon there was no room for them to stay so in a manger filled with hay God's only son was born oh hallelujah hallelujah Shepherds left their flocks by night To see this baby wrapped in light A host of angels led them all to you It was just as the angels said You'll find him in a manger bed Emmanuel and Savior Hallelujah Hallelujah. 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 
You know, this has been a tough year. It seems like uh, as soon as we get over one crisis, another one um, shows up. And yet, the one thing that always has been faithful is that God has been here, that God is good. That's the thing that gives us hope and peace, love and joy. So let us pray. Gracious Lord, on this night, we celebrate the greatest gift that we could have. Your Son coming in human form with a purpose to not only teach us about you, but to take our sins to a cross. And through his resurrection, we have been forgiven. And we have new life. And so that is the greatest gift. So Lord, we have those here that are still struggling. Whether it's a health issue or whether it's job related or families, Lord, we lift them up. Maybe this is the first Christmas that they celebrate with, without a loved one. But Lord, for those who believe in you, we will see them again. That's what gives us hope. That's what keeps us going in this world. And so, Lord, we ask for your peace, regardless of what we face. Give us the peace and the joy and the hope and the love to shine through the darkest parts It is that light that continues to shine in us, not for our glory, but for yours. So, Lord, tonight I lift up those that are struggling, those who are crying out for answers. And, Lord, I ask you to open their hearts to your Holy Spirit so that they may have peace, so that they may come to know you as Lord and Savior. So, Lord, guide us. Guide us not only through tonight and to tomorrow, but into the new year to seek where you are 
and to stand firm on the faith. In Christ's name we pray, amen. So tonight's reading is from Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 24, and Luke 1, I'm sorry, Luke 2, 1 through 20. From Matthew, this is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His, Mary, his mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to grace her publicly, so decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for The child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save the people from their sins. All this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophets. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. They will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. And in Luke chapter 1, I mean chapter 2, at this time the Roman emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for the census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, He had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there 
from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with them Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. And that night, while shepherds were staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep, suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. And they were terrified. But the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring you great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined in a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on peace on earth to those who with whom God is pleased. When the angel returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let us go to Bethlehem. Let us see this thing that has happened, which the Lord told us, told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. And there there was the baby lying in a manger. And after seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. And all who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to the flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. May God add his blessing to that reading. It's amazing for Mary and Joseph, being kind of young, they were chosen to be God's parents on earth. Mary being a teenage girl and Joseph being a devout Jew, it was just seemed like it was a fairy tale. It wasn't supposed to be like that. Maybe not a fairy tale, maybe it was more of What is God doing? And yet, God chose Mary. Regardless of how young she was, she was young enough to trust in the Lord, old enough to trust in the Lord, mature enough to trust in the Lord. Joseph, being told that your your wife is going to have a baby, understood his role. And can you imagine that first audience looking for them? The first audience of the shepherds coming in and telling Mary everything that they had saw. What an awesome story. And then the shepherds, as they left, they kept praising God. They worshipped him. In fact, everyone who actually tells the story of God, who tells what God has done in their lives, has this incredible joy about them. 
So tonight, do we have joy? I'm looking out. Could, could everyone do me a favor? Could you smile? So, so here's a question. Is this Christmas Eve? Are you excited? Thank you. We're excited because it's Christmas Eve and tomorrow's Christmas Day and, and it's going to be great and it's going to be wonderful and we have all these presents. But what I'm really worried about is the 26th and the 27th and the 28th and the 29th. Are we still going to be the light after Christmas Eve? Are we still going to be the light after Christmas? No. <laughs> well, okay. Just finish here. So, so, Jack, you're supposed to say yes. Yes. Say yes. I know. Okay, he gave me a thumbs up, so it, it's good. Yeah, I don't even know where I was going with this now. The past four weeks, we've been talking about the characters of Christmas and, and how they responded to Christ's message of, of he's coming alive and he's here and they're excited. Are you going to do, be the same? Are you going to have that excitement? And you should. It shouldn't end on Christmas Eve. It shouldn't end on Christmas Day. On the 26th, you should still be the light, the joy, the peace, the love, because you're going to find people who are going to be hurting. You're going to find people who are going to be tired on the 26th, maybe the 27th. You're going to have people who will have gotten something and they're going to want to return it. Can you believe that? I mean, say if you got a nice Yankee cup, would you return it? Well, you're not taking this. We sometimes say it's a thought that counts. But say you're going back and to return a gift, please be kind. When you go to the salesperson Understand, I've worked in, how many of you worked in retail? I have worked in retail. Yeah, it's joyous, isn't it? On the day after Christmas. Please understand to be the light. And guess what? On the 27th and the 28th, when you go back to work or when you go back to school, be the light. You might be the only light that someone sees. And it could be very simple, and I've talked about this, and the congregation gets kind of tired. But going up to someone and saying, hello, how are you? Having a cup of coffee. By the way, I'm available this week if anyone wants to say hello and bring me a cup of coffee. So what are you going to do after all the presents are open? And what are you going to do on the 26th? 
Are you still going to be celebrating? Are you still going to have that joy? I hope so. And it's, it, it's imperative to be that light. In fact, this is one of the things that we get to do on, um, on Christmas Eve is we got to do the, get to do the candlelight service. Now, some of you are going to have candles that are electronic. Some of you have ones that need to be lit. So those who are going to help me, if you'll come up now. Now, I'm going to try this. Now, I have not gotten it right since I have been here as the pastor. But I'm going to really try to do it right this time. So, as I light this... Now, for those who have a lit candle, if yours is unlit, you go this way and light it, okay? If you have the candle, don't do this. I finally got it right. Seven years, and I finally got it right. Could I get some type of an applause? Because I've really worked on this. So as we, as we stand now, we're going to start um, having... The candles lit, the lights are lower, are going to be lowered, and we're going to sing Silent Night. So if you'll please stand. And those who have the electronic candles, if you'll go ahead and turn those on.
And on this night, we, as we extinguish this light, let the light actually shine within you. And not just tonight, but every day. Amen and amen.